0: I'm in Hebden Bridge in West Yorkshire, standing by uh, an enormous Christmas tree in the, uh, in the town square. There's a choir singing Christmas carols in the background. Wonderful festive atmosphere here. The trees are full of, of bunting, uh, which is in the shape of trousers. We'll come back to the trousers later. Now, there are people in Christmas hats. The film Elf is playing at the local cinema. There's a Father Christmas I can see standing on a bridge. The only curious thing is, is the date, because today is actually the 25th of June. So, what the hell is going on? Welcome to the Waterfront Podcast, brought to you by the Canal and River Trust and presented by the inimitable David Bramwell. It's the 25th of June, can I ask what's going on? Because of the floods back in December, Christmas was wiped out for Hebden
1: Bridge. They've organised this as a as a summer Christmas, if you like, to um, entertain people, and it's brought a lot of people in, and it's just amazing. <laughs> you know, these shops were all up to the tops of the doorways in water, and they've all bounced back. Um, you know, from the the abyss, if you like. Happy Christmas. Thank you. And to you. Merry Christmas, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ah, come and get some
2: food. My name is Jaslyn Fielding and I work for Earth Spirit and Spirals on Market Street in Hebden Bridge. Um, on Christmas Day, we knew we were on flood alert. Um, although lots of our members of staff live in Hebden Bridge, we're not locals, so lots of us go back to family and stuff at Christmas. So my family was one of the only families close to the town. So we came in with the owners on Christmas night and we cleared everything in both shops to waste height as a precaution, thinking we'd be covered if the water came in. Unfortunately, as you probably know, in our shops anyway, it was over five foot, which is kind of average shoulder height to most of us that work here. On Boxing Day, I woke up about six o'clock and had a number of missed calls off the owner on my phone and the voicemail just said, it's happening. Then got a whatsapp group of colleagues together and we were discussing what to do one colleague got in to get the owner out of town because we were worried about how she was going to manage getting through the water on her own and what kind of physical and emotional state she was in and by that time we were told we couldn't come back into town then until it was safe to do so and the roads weren't accessible so for us it was the day after boxing day Uh, we all arrived i think there were 17 of us in total came And began cleaning up and began building the shops back together.
3: I'm
0: just by the Trades Club, Hebden's famous music venue, and there's a bunch of bikers outside, also in Christmas gear. I don't know if the bikers are here for the Christmas celebrations or whether it's just something they do every weekend. And I'm heading into uh, one of the junior schools, Riverside Junior School, where people are gathering for a big Christmas feast.
3: But this is a lovely Christmas lunch for all the volunteers who helped in the flood times. So these are all people who really worked hard um, to help with the floods.
0: The bikers that are all here today, they were part of the volunteer groups who helped with the disasters in yes. the Christmas time.
1: Yes, we came down and um, we did what we call biker security. I got um, just a group of bikers, put it on Facebook, we need your help. We did Hebden Bridge, Matherbroi, Tomberdin, Soby Bridge, Brig House and Elland. Um, and we just walked the towns every night from 7 at night to three, four, five in the morning just making sure that people's houses were safe, just stopping people from looting and breaking into houses, basically.
0: Wow. It's very different to um, Mick Jagger back in the 60s, hiring the Hells Angels as yeah. security for his, yeah. For his gigs.
1: Yeah. yeah, it also lets people know that bikers aren't as mean as we make out. And
0: you're here to, to have, yes, have some food with everyone? they've invited
1: us for Christmas lunch, which we'll come in for in five minutes. Terrific. And then we are doing a ride through. They've asked us to do a ride through the town. So at half past two, we're leaving Mies and Roy Community Centre, riding down through the town, up, weaving up and down the streets, and then back off again.
0: I'm sure I'll hear you before I see you. Oh, you'll
1: hear us. (laughs) You will hear us. They've asked for a a sound like a thousand Spitfires, and they're going to get it. (laughs)
3: hello I'm Amy Harbor and I was the director of Hebden Bridge Community Association that runs the town hall in Hebden Bridge there was a very weird afternoon and evening of waiting for the water to, sub- to subside and just thinking about for me what do we do next what do we do next as a community at this time to help ourselves. Rising,
0: so, what they did was help make the town hall the focal point for the community, while Amy's husband Tim built a web app, a database that could be accessible from any mobile device. And it wasn't just to contain the details of those in need, but also those offering help. It was a combination of community spirit, social networking, and technology that helped Hebden pull through the crisis.
3: The idea was to just open the doors to the Town Hall as a dry place and we could make tea and coffee for people and we had electricity so we set up a mobile phone charging point so that people could still contact friends and family or emergency services. So you have hundreds and hundreds of people walking through the doors. And every single one of them has a different story. So um, they they are an electrician and they want to help. They're worried about the infrastructure of the house and it's falling down. There is a granny who is stuck on the first floor and she's a vulnerable adult and she uses a wheelchair and she can't get down the stairs. And you, you just didn't know what was what you were going to be hit with. You don't think that um, a town that's flooding needs Um, a web developer as part of their volunteer team, but actually it was the thing that allowed us to be successful in dealing with the sheer amounts of um, people coming in, both with need and with skills.
0: I've I've just spotted Elvis. Uh, There's a question I have to ask him. (laughs) Elvis, I am. Can, can I ask Merry you a question? Christmas, Merry, here, right? Merry Christmas. I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you having a blue Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> sure I am. I can't help it. All this snow. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I think Elvis might have been overdoing it with sherry, but while Hebden's festivities were in full swing, a few miles away, the village of Mythamroyd was hosting its own celebrations in the form of a gala. Mythamroyd had in some ways been hit even worse, with some residents still unable to return to their homes six months on. I was only just beginning to take in the full extent of the effects of these floods.
4: Um, I'm Sue Slater and I'm in Royd in Headquarters Hairdress Salon, um, which is right on the main road. yeah, we, we were flooded three years ago and within three or four days we were back up and running again. Uh, but this time it was completely different. We had structural damage, we'd lost um, windows, our walls had come through. The water was above six feet in the salon, so everything that was in the salon was um, had to be thrown away. We lost the front window. Um, my reception desk is somewhere down the river somewhere. I've never found it. On one of these days when I was wandering around uh, Mather Road and saying, what can we do, can I help, you know, um, I, there was a, a group of um, young, young boys, and they come from Bradford, and they stopped me and they said, excuse me, love, can you, can you tell me where, where we deliver the food to? And I said, well, what food is that? He said, well, we've made all these curries and things, and, we, and we're bringing them down tomorrow. Uh, but we need to know where they need to be dropped off. We, we've been told to bring them to Mythenroyd, and this is Mythenroyd, and I said, yes, it is. And he said, well, where do we take them? Where do we deliver the food? So I said, oh, well, because we'd set up hubs by this time, and we'd got a little hub across at the Memorial Garden and one at the top of the hill. And I said, well, I think you need to, you know, if you wouldn't mind, would you drop them off there? I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll see to you. Uh, and would be very grateful and he said oh right this is because he said you know at times like this we have to stick together and do things for one another and I just said to him I said that's really kind but can you stop now because I haven't cried yet and you're just about to make me cry with your kindness and he went oh right love and he scurried <laughs> off so that was uh, that's another you know little story of people coming from from away to help us, and they came from all over the country really to help.
1: Don't sit under the apple tree, with anyone else but me? Anyone else but me? Anyone else but me? No, 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 no. do sit under the apple tree, with anyone?
0: Right, I'm off to the marina at Hebden to find out more about the waterways, what happened to them during the floods, and a little bit more about trousers.
3: Uh, My name's Melanie, um, and I run Crafts Afloat, uh, so we're currently on my boat at the moment, which is moored in the marina in Hebden Bridge.
0: So the first thing you asked me when I came on board was, am I here to make some trouser bunting? Can you tell a little bit about what the, if you know, the relationship with Hebden and trousers is?
3: Uh, It's to do with uh, the fact that Hebden Bridge used to be a textile uh, industry and so they used to make uh, lots of corduroy trousers. It's a specific type of corduroy. I've got involved with the Arts Festival to make some uh, trouser bunting which is going to be hung up on some of the narrowboats that you can see out of the window and um, around the the marina here. And were you
0: personally affected by, by the flooding this Christmas?
3: Both of my boats, thankfully, stayed afloat and on the, on the canal.
0: Speaking of boats and canals, what of the Canal and River Trust? Well, volunteers put in the equivalent of 400 days hard graft in the first three months after the floods to help repair the damage. Here's Amy Harbour again. And how did they respond, the Canaan River Trust?
3: They quietly got on with it, and that's what they needed to do. So we were very aware there were some really key points where a lot of work had recently been done, and all of that was undone. The the canal towpaths were unpassable at some places. And Tim, on his mountain bike, would go out checking, and very quickly, we we could at least pass on the towpaths and things like that, they've still got an awful lot of work to do, but they immediately were there and were immediately responding because that is a really key infrastructure. Um, And it's within um, Hebden Bridge and within the valley, people use those towpaths a lot, probably more than people would expect. Um, People run on them, people walk their dogs on them, but people genuinely get from place to place on the canal towpaths because it's a beautiful way to get about this, this valley.
0: The festive atmosphere that weekend at Hebden was unforgettable. On Boxing Day, the townsfolk even held a great procession. Singers in blue rags, dressed as raging torrents of water, sang the story of the flood, followed by people dressed as mud monsters, mud-spattered Christmas trees, then eager beavers and busy bees with brushes for cleaning, and finally, a giant and glorious sun. The people interviewed for this podcast represent only a tiny fraction of the selfless work and goodwill of countless volunteers. While the Canal and River Trust responded to the Boxing Day floods by setting up a fundraising appeal, which raised £142,000 from regular givers, online donations, and the People's Postcode Lottery. And the final word comes from Amy Harbour.
3: Me and Tim want Christmas at this time of year, every yeah, year. Yeah. This is great. I mean, we're it's outside so enjoying the sun together. Oh, it's fabulous. For me, today is so, so important because it is a reflection of what we did together after the floods. But today we can celebrate. We couldn't celebrate on the 27th. Today we're celebrating our community.
0: That was so beautifully said. And the bagpipe stopped <laughs> halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be able also... to... You said, for me today, um, oh, is really okay. important because... Okay,
3: okay, yeah. Um...
1: <laughs> yeah, it. I love it, like, it. They should come in at the end.
0: This Waterfront podcast was produced by David Bramwell with music by Odd Fellows Casino. It was a Smoke Creatives production for the Canal and River Trust. If you like the Waterfront podcast, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Winding through 2,000 miles of beautiful countryside and vibrant cities, our unique network of canals and rivers offer vital havens for people and nature alike, because everyone deserves a place to escape. Visit canalrivertrust.org.uk forward slash friend to become a friend of the Trust and receive a wealth of benefits, discounts, and the beautifully produced Waterfront magazine.